listeners, Olivia here, and very soon we'll be heading back to Y2K. Today is one of those rainy grey days that I always forget makeup most of spring. Guess there is a reason why most Brits talk so obsessively about the weather. I hope it stops raining tomorrow, which would be today for you listeners. Tammy and I are planning to walk the Tolkien Trail. We are both Tolkien fans. Who isn't really? Though I will admit to getting bored sometimes when there's just so many men and so many battles. Really long ones. Still. Looking forward to seeing some of the places that inspired Middle Earth. We'll go even if it is raining, of course, but it would be nice if it didn't, so keep your fingers crossed for us, please. (laughs) Anyway, last week Jess sang a song with Bri and... Cat found out she was pregnant. Welcome to the year 2000. Good morning, Jess. I feel great. I keep forgetting that I'm pregnant, and then I remember, and it's like I have the most happily delicious secret ever. I do everything I normally do, but I'm pregnant. And only you, Jono, and my mother know. (laughs) I wasn't supposed to tell my mother. Jono and I decided to wait, but I had to call her anyway. She's been trying to get hold of me for ages, and it's like she's telepathic or something. She always knows when I'm hiding something. So she kept subtly digging and digging until I just couldn't keep quiet. She took it pretty well. To be honest, I think she thought it was something really bad, the thing I wasn't telling her. (laughs) I mean, she was younger than me when I was born, so she knows it's completely doable. And she never had a partner in parenting like I have Jono. (sighs) She did a great job, but I'm glad I don't have to do it alone like she did. Seems really tough. Not that you ever know what will happen. Anyway, Jono is so happy. He wants to buy baby stuff right now. But I convinced him we should wait a little. Uh, I went to see the doctor and she just confirmed that I'm pregnant and gave me an appointment for a 12-week scan. Apparently that's when the biggest risks have passed and you can start telling everyone. I'm in week five or six, probably. Still figuring out the lingo. (laughs) The baby is the size of a sweet pea now, (laughs) which is really sweet, but also baffling. So tiny and so (laughs) vegetable-like. Anyway, uh, I've been auditioning this week for two plays and another TV ad, this one for washing out liquid. Probably won't get any of them, but I can't help trying to figure out the timing in relation to the baby. Will I show when this play opens or when this is shot? And of course, I have no clue. (laughs) Yeah, but I can't stop auditioning. At least not yet. So, me and my sweet pea are doing auditions. (laughs) 
And we're doing the pub quiz thing with the flatmates tomorrow as well. Shirin left a really strange sort of upbeat but threatening message saying they would drag me there if I didn't show up. And Jono has a gig so I figure why not. Don't know how I'm going to hide the not drinking from them though. Um, I'll think of something. Um, sounds like you and Rachel are in a good place. Very, very hot. Huh? <laughs> I'm so happy for you. And thanks for finally <laughs> telling me a little more about uni. Makes sense that it's an immersive course. And I'm so glad you finally found your pace. Oh, <laughs> time to get ready. Uh, it's a bank holiday here and Jono's taking me to Brighton for the day. Oddly, I haven't been yet. It's only a short train ride away. It's spring here, finally, and today looks like one of the good spring days. Wish you could join us. Love you. Hey, Kat. <laughs> Labor Day in springtime Brighton sounds incredible. I hope you had an awesome day. It's so great to hear you so happy. And yeah, I've never understood that whole comparing babies to fruit thing. It's not food, people. <laughs> My day was full of catching up on assignments, but it was nice to have a whole day of making sure I'm on track with everything. I did this one assignment where I had to Disneyfy one of my old stories and figure out where they would burst into song and dance and where the big mopey ballad was and so on and so on. It was fun and also made me look at the story in a new way, which of course was the point. And last night, Brian and I, well, mostly Brian, if I'm honest, actually all Brian, made dinner for my Tia. She made vegetarian poutine, and it was greasy delicious. Hey, I set the table and ate. <laughs> it felt good and normal and routine in the best way possible. I'm putting down roots, cat. Just tiny tendrils so far, but still roots. <laughs> if you told me that in January, I never would have believed you. <laughs> roots, routine, <laughs> poutine. <laughs> right, being silly now, sorry. <laughs> Fact is, I'm feeling pretty damn good too. <laughs> and yes, some of it is due to Rachel. Uh, she is just a really good person. And uh, I can talk to her and tell her all about my fears and the bullshit baggage I'm still carrying around from Claire, and she listens and understands like it's no big deal. But it is huge to me. To be talked to and not talked down to, to be listened to and not judged, it is such a relief. We're still taking it sort of slow, but... I feel like the connection is getting stronger by the minute. It really doesn't care that we're trying to be sensible and take it slow. It's 
all-encompassing, emotional and physical and everything. It's intense, but not heavy. I've never been with anyone like her. I always thought relationships were something you had to work at. And crap did I work on being with Claire, but this is no work. <laughs> of course there are outside factors that can be annoying, and I am sure if we stay together we will fight like everyone else, but the core fabric of our relationship is easy and light, and it is wonderful. Right, enough gushing. <laughs> I saw my therapist the other day and gushed at him too. He was surprised, I think. I guess not all of his patients sit down and start rambling about how happy they are all of a sudden. But he seems to think I was doing well and that I'm responding well to the medication. Which, <laughs> yay! And uh, thank you. Not sure I would have considered it if you hadn't been so stern about it. I've always had this idea that you should only need medication for physical stuff, like broken bones and high blood pressure. It's what my it's what people said when I was growing up. But that is nonsense, and I am glad I finally see that. Oh, watch out for that computer virus, the I love you thing. Also, no virus here, but I do love you. <laughs> Be happy, mommy-to-be. Hey, Jess. So, I went to quiz night and it was strange. Claire, Emma and Sheeran were all sort of distracted and no one paid any attention to the quiz, which never happens. Also, it was on the trade union movement, which I actually know a bit about. They kept sort of rotating around me, asking questions, mostly about Jana and me. They didn't even seem to notice I was drinking Sprite the whole night. They were so intent on whatever that was. Are they suspecting I'm pregnant? Then why don't they just ask? It freaked me out a little, actually. I left early. And just as I was leaving, Claire, of all people, tried to give me a hug and said very intently, Take care of yourself. I avoided the hug and didn't know what to say, so I just left. Last time Claire said more than two words to me, she was yelling at me over laundry. The only info of any note I found out the whole night is that Lee, my manager, is moving into my old room. Surprising. I didn't think Shirin liked him very much. But it's not my problem. They can do what they like. <laughs> Okay, uh, I have to run to work. Uh, maybe I can get some intel from Lee on what's going on with them. Love you. Bye. Hey, Jess just wanted to update you on the cat sitch. So, 
last night. It took some effort, but I think the message got through to Kat. Emma and Sharon and I took turns talking to her. Sharon was the bad cop, I was the good cop, not my first pick, and Emma was the neutral facilitator. We missed most of the quiz, but it was fine. Just some history stuff. Right, talk to you later. Or, uh, yeah. Bye. It's Claire. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Alright, so this isn't working out quite the way they planned. <laughs> Absurd. I wonder what Jess thought after these two messages. Um, illustrates how differently folks can understand the same situation, I suppose. I am getting concerned about that. I mean, I'm putting all this out there, but it's mainly Kat's and Jess's words, their perspective. For example, I wonder how Jono would feel about this, or Rachel? Or Claire, for that matter. I feel like I'm airing their very old and musty, dirty laundry. Oh well. I'm doing it. Can't very well stop now, can I? I... Right. Here's this week's trailer. Hope you like it. Talk to you next week. Copperheart is the story of a group of survivors waiting out a nuclear winter. This group includes the strongest civilians, brightest scientists, and boldest soldiers. The place is Area 51. What have you got? Another body? Ace Dr. Sun and Dr. Bostich. Pinbrook's acting under the assumption that what we recovered was some kind of alien spacecraft. And Can't just barge in here like this, Captain. Move! I will not let him hurt you again. Ever. Follow the investigation into what happened to Groom Lake 51 in this episodic adventure. New episodes every Sunday. You can find the show on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, most podcatchers, and at copperheart.libson.com. Don't move a muscle. If you knew either Kat or Jess or any of their friends 20 years ago, I would like to hear from you please email me at y2kpod at gmail.com. Find me on Twitter or Instagram at y2kpod. That's the number two. Also, check out our webpage at y2kpod.com where you can find more info and, of course, listen to all the episodes. The show is also on Apple Podcasts, what used to be iTunes, on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. If you like Y2K, please tell your friends to listen too. And if you have a minute, it would mean so much if you would rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. It can help others find the show, and also, it makes me very happy. If you want to support the show further, thank you so much. You can do that by going to patreon.com slash y2kpod and pledging a monthly amount. From one US dollar, you get all our episodes early. So, if you were a patron, you could check out next week's episode in just a few days. Our fantastic music is created and recorded by Jake Hawes. Check out his podcast, Making Music with Jake Hawes, to hear more. I'm Olivia, thank you for listening, and welcome back next week when we return to the year 2000. <laughs>